It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, Tournament Pro, Kent Brown. Saturday morning. <laughs> I beat you to it, Chris. It's Saturday morning, August the 20th. I started before Chris started pressing buttons in there. That's okay. He's not awake. What happens when you have a part-time board up? Oh, now I offended him. Oh, he's, oh, he's making dirty faces through the window. Oh, man, Saturday, August the 20th. Ultimate Bass. We are uh, we are going to take you, yeah, across the country. We're going to take you uh, all the way to Clewiston, Florida today to catch up with a guy who is $600,000 richer, the champion of the Forest Wood Cup from Lake Washita last weekend. Guy that uh, guy that put on quite a show all week long, and uh, not only uh, not only a great fisherman and a, and a great pro, but uh, uh, from a long line of great pro anglers. Yeah, it was Roland's kid, uh, Scott Martin. Scott. Uh, Top in the field back there at uh, Lake Washita. Took home $600,000 with uh, 20 fish, 6101. Randall Tharp, Dardanelle, Arkansas, uh, Alabama in second. Mark Rose in third. Luke Clausen, our highest finishing Western guy from Spokane, Washington. Clausen finishing up in fourth. Andy Morgan in fifth. Todd Otten in sixth. And Cody Meyer in seventh. So uh, we, uh, we caught up with Cody as well. Cody uh, looking for a little time off, looking to... To hang out a little bit. FLW Angler of the Year, David Dudley, finishing up in ninth. We had a couple other Western guys do good back there in the Forest Wood Cup. Jay Yellis finishing up in 11th. Jay Luke, Justin Lucas finishing up in 13th. Lucas and Yellis, neither one making the uh, the final cut. John Strelick finishing up in 16th. And uh, our highest finishing co-angler was Matt Nadu from Grass Valley, California. Matt had uh, an 8th place finish back there on the co-angler side. J.R. Wright from Truckee, California, finishing up. In 11th, so uh, good job to uh, to those guys. And you guys will hear. We'll catch up with Scott Martin a little bit later here in the show and uh, and hang out with him. And uh, he's going to be a great champion for the FLW circuit and uh, a great representative from the Forest Wood Cup. I think it'll be uh, cool. National Guard fishing team member, so uh, um, kind of cool to uh, to see that and, and follow along and, and watch a guy who uh, accomplished something that his father never got in his long career was a. Uh, you know, a major uh, end-of-the-year championship. You know, Roland has nine Angler of the Year titles, um, has the most Angler of the Year titles, never won the Classic. So it was kind of cool to see Scott um, win what FLW is equivalent to the Bassmasters Classic as well. Good weekend to uh, keep your live wells on, guys. Boy, there's been a lot of controversy, a lot of uh, finger-pointing, a lot of name-calling, a lot of what's going on. Uh, you know, obviously there was a, a little bit of an issue up at uh, Clear Lake, whether it's low oxygen, whether it's anglers catching fish too deep, whether uh, it's some mishandling of fish through the weigh-in processes. Who knows? Um, a lot of people pointing fingers at everybody, but, uh, man, we've all got to uh, band together and take care of the fish out there, guys. It is a, a hot topic this week, obviously, on the Internet boards and uh um, the tackle stops and the boat shops and everything, um, a lot going on. So it's uh, uh, the time of year where you do have to take care of your fish. And we're going to catch up with uh, California Department of Fish and Game head biologist, the Warm Water Fisheries Division, Terry Foreman. Terry's going to uh, Terry's going to hang out with us. He's uh, um, man, he's uh, he's a bass fisherman. He understands it. He knows what's going on, and he just kind of passes along some tips of uh, 
you know, how to take care of the fish. And as well, some of the regulations that our tournament organizations are under um, that maybe you guys as anglers don't realize. So that when a guy's in the dock telling you what to do, there's a reason behind it. It's because they have a permit that tells them how they have to do things in, uh, in a timely manner and, and um, how many boats I can have up, how many bags they can have out, how many fish can be in a bag, how many guys can be in a tub, how long they can be out of the water. Um, so uh, everybody has to get along, work together, and um, try to get past this. See, we see it every year, and uh, and it's uh, it's nothing new, and it is uh, it is something that we see every year, and, and uh, whether it's at Clear Lake, and, and obviously low oxygen sometimes at Clear Lake is an issue, and then as well when we get into um, the Delta, and, and then we go to the winter, and, and it, it tends to kind of jump over to spot a bass uh, when the guys are not needling deep caught fish. So we'll talk to Terry about it. And um, we're going to be catching up with Terry a little more often here on the show and just kind of uh, just kind of giving, uh, giving some input from the California Department of Fishing Game as well. Hey, if you're a Triton owner, you uh, should be seeing your flyer in the mail any day now. I know they were getting mailed out, headed this way. Um, the Triton Owners Tournament coming to clear like October 5th and 6th. I'm sorry, one more time. October 8th and 9th. Uh, we got to be there on the 7th. Last year was the 5th and 6th. I was looking at last year's old dates. Um, we will be there the uh, 8th and 9th of October at a Canocti Vista Casino at Clear Lake. And uh, if you're a Triton owner, we uh, encourage you to come up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great tournament. Always is. And um, you should be seeing your flyers in the mail here real soon. And I'm uh, going to see uh, um, a good field up there again, I guess. So it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun up at Clear Lake. Coming in October. And if you don't get a flyer or you're a Triton owner and uh, – you just want to get signed up, you can always get uh, signed up at tritonboats.com. Go down to the Triton Owners Tournament West link, click on it, it'll take you right to the sign-up page there, so you'll be uh, all able to uh, get signed up. Hey, I want to thank Ish Monroe for coming up and hanging out with us at uh, Ultimate Bass University Tuesday night, Gone Fishing Marine. We had a, a great time out there, had about uh, 75, 80 anglers show up for uh, Ultimate Bass University with Ish, and gosh, he talked frogs, he talked punching. He talked uh, a little bit of shallow square bill crankbait fishing, some tournament thoughts, and uh, <clears throat> a lot of fun. So I want to thank Ish for coming up and hanging out with us as well. We, uh, you know, I normally don't ever book him this early, but uh, uh, got a got an opportunity with um, next month's class is actually going to be on top of the uh, practice period for the EverStart Series tournament at Clear Lake. So a lot of the guys are going to be within range, maybe to get them over to uh, to talk at Ultimate Bash University. Who better to have over there talking about crankbait fishing than Bakersfield's Randy McAbee? The, uh, what was Randy? 2000 and, uh, was he 2009 FLW Force Wood Cup, uh, or FLW National Guard Series Angler of the Year, and a guy that uh, has the Dobbins rod designed after him with his name on it, the eight-foot crankbait rod. So um, he is the best crankbait fisherman we have in the West. So it'll be a lot of fun to get Mac over to hang out with us. I've never had him at Ultimate Bash University, so uh, he's going to be there. And uh, the upcoming months, Cody's coming, Mike Reynolds is coming. And uh, by God, if we have to handcuff him and drag him down there uh, behind the truck with a rope, we're going to get skied in there eventually, so uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to we're going to hang out and, and do that. Hey, we're going to buy a little time this morning. I'm going to jump in here a few minutes early to the first set of breaks because we got a lot of stuff to cover. Terry Foreman for Fishing Game. Cody Meyer, our seventh-place finisher of the Forest Wood Cup. When we come back, we're going to be hanging out with a guy that's got $600,000 and a big silver cup. Stick around, guys. Forest Wood Cup champ Scott Martin coming up after the break. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. 
for years. They've been known as your saltwater headquarters. Well, now they want to be known as your bass fishing headquarters. Our friends at High's Tackle Box in San Francisco want you to know that they have everything you need for bass fishing. Rods and reels, terminal tackle, hard-to-find baits from Japan, China, and all over the world, along with the great swim baits that are uh, catching big fish, like Rago swim baits. Everything in stock at High's Tackle Box in South San Francisco. Sure, you can stop by their store, 40 Chestnut Avenue, South San Francisco, or you can order it all online at highstackleboxshop.com. Free shipping on orders over $99. High's Tackle Box, always been your saltwater headquarters, now your bass fishing headquarters. If you're in San Francisco, stop by and see Jonah and our friends at High's Tackle Box. Lowrance Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, Seth Hendrickson from California Sportsman here with a fishing tip. Having trouble catching stripers? Try bright orange crankbaits. And speaking of bright orange, big bulky orange life jackets are a thing of the past. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and even made specifically for anglers with lots of pockets for things like, well, bright orange crankbaits. A life jacket can save your life, but only if you wear it. So here's another tip. If you use a boat to fish, wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. You have seen it on TV. You have seen it on magazine covers. And you have seen Bassmaster Classic champions wearing it. What is Bassaholics? Bassaholics is lifestyle apparel that identifies you as an addictive Bassaholic. Bassaholics is what all the top pro anglers are wearing when they aren't getting paid for the logo on their shirt. More than just t-shirts and hats. Bassaholics has a complete lineup of jackets, hoodies, long and short sleeve shirts, hats and other great products like wraps for your iPhone, tournament jerseys and more. Stop by your local dealer today or visit them at Bassaholics.com and upgrade your fishing and lifestyle wardrobe. If you're an addictive trophy hunter or just catch 12 inches, you're a bassaholic. I'm a drowning accident rescue team member. Look, our rivers and lakes are dangerous right now. Heavy snow melt is causing high water levels in lakes and making rivers run fast, high, and cold. Make sure that, like me, whenever you're out there, you wear a life jacket because nine times out of ten, it will prevent a fatal accident. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket out at BoatCalifornia.com, the California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Seeing you come in? Oh, uh, it was great. It was great. I uh, 
I actually deposited that check uh, just a few hours ago. Got my little deposit slip in my pocket, and uh, you just carry that around once in a while, open it up, look at it, and go. Yeah, wow, yeah, crazy. I'm still on cloud nine. It's just a, it's just a tremendous blessing for our family and uh, for our community and our church. And it's just, I'm just so excited to be able to bring that big title back to Florida. It's awesome. Long ways from California with it for that title, and you know, leading up to the event, we spent a lot of time with Cody and Mike Reynolds and Robert Lee and 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 all the guys from the West. But uh, man, you did a, you did a great job back there, and and uh, there wasn't a lot of doubt in anybody's mind that you were going to be the guy to beat after day one. Well, you know, I got very very fortunate and had a great great practice. I got dialed in pretty quick, and then you know, a lot of times. You know, when you do well in a tournament, it's all about understanding and getting confidence of what's going on in that lake. And, and fortunately, I, I made the right decisions on day one of practice and, and found uh, found a good bite happening out deep and kind of just rolled with it. And uh, just kind of every day, I committed to that. You know, I didn't get sidetracked. I spent a lot of time up shallow looking for bluegill beds. I didn't spend a lot of time, you know, doing other things other than fishing deep, finding brush, and finding bait. And, uh, and that helped me a lot. I, I was focused. I made my mind up early. That's what I was going to do. And it paid off in a big way. Yamamoto swim bait and a swarming hornet head. A lot of the guys are uh, kind of getting, getting keyed in onto those uh, uh, horsey head, you know, tailspin type, headspin type baits. Sure. How yeah. many of those did you go through fishing brush piles? Well, I went through quite a bit. I, I uh, you know, it was, I had to keep building more of them. Can I had to keep 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 pulling with them a little bit and asking a few buddies that I knew that had a few to, hey man I need some extra ones you know but, <laughs> and uh, Rick Rick uh, from Fishhead sent some down from Swarming Hornet and uh, and that got me through the week pretty good and I had to overnight a bunch of swim baits from Yamamoto I was freaking out just hopefully I'd get through the week with what I had and uh, but that was the key you know getting it down close to that brush um, where you'd either hit the brush or come real close to hitting it was the key to getting the bites because if you did go through it pretty good, you know, you get hung up. I was fishing on 10-pound line, and uh, if you got hung up with 10-pound line, you're pretty much not going to get it back. Right, you're going uh, to so, break it off. Yeah, you're going to break it off. And, and really, that's what you have to do because I didn't want to go up there and spook a lot of the fish out of those piles. So um, counting it down was a big key to my success, knowing exactly the fall rate and, uh, and getting my count just right, and then doing my homework and finding out how – tall these brush piles were every pile was a little different some topped out at 15 some topped out at 17 you know knowing where they topped out at was helpful for me because as i made a long cast uh, i could count that bait down and uh one of the big keys to my success this entire week was my garmin electronics you know there's a lot of different uh lawrence and hummingbird and everybody you know has gps's but garmin has a gps in my opinion it's the most accurate gps on the planet and it enabled me to save the waypoint to exactly where the brush piles were and then back off a good cast away. And I could look at my screen on my GPS and I could tell how far that, that brush pile was and what direction it was in relation to my boat, which allowed me to make very accurate casts to that exact brush pile, uh, which was important. Because um, out in open water, you know, a small brush pile the size of your truck, you know, it's hard to hit, believe it or not. It's hard to find it sometimes, yeah, yeah and then really, you wind up really wind up on it or over it or not where you want to be on it. So that's right. Let's, a big, big part of it. Let's talk a little bit about day two because you did uh, you did a great recovery to win the tournament. Day two, the wheels fell off a little bit. You had nineteen oh two on day one, eleven oh nine day two, but your partner weighed a, a giant bag, biggest bag on the co angler side. Um, the wheels fell off a little. How did you how did you make the recovery? Well, you know, I, I, it 
we're thankful. You know, uh, unfortunately, we've 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 got a co-anger on the back of our boat for the championship tournament. And that's just the way the game's played, and I'm fine with that. With that being said, when you're fishing for that type of money and that type of a title, yeah. um, you know, it's stressful. I'm doing everything I can to put myself in position to uh, to catch those fish. And I'm never sitting there trying to backboat anybody. I'm never sitting there trying to keep them totally out of the area. You know, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to catch fish throughout the day and do well themselves. But, man, that, that second day, those fish changed a little bit. They weren't eating the swim bait at all. Uh, they had pretty much settled down close to the bottom. So the low and slow technique, the worm bite, was really key for that day. And it took me a little while to kind of switch over to that. I had worms, you know, on. I was catching some on drop shots and some on, on creature baits and 10-inch worms. But I was so keyed in on that swim bait after day one that I, I threw it a lot that first morning. And my co-anger in the back of the boat was throwing a worm, dragging it around back there, and started getting bit. Before I knew it, he had three real big fish in the boat. And uh, and I got the worm on, started catching a few. But, you know, he was dialed in really well. He had a lot of confidence uh, uh, that day, and he was doing fantastic. And as soon as he caught uh, that big bag of fish off that area, uh, I decided, you know, I've got other stuff to, to run, other places that are, you know, close to as good as this. I'm going to go run all that and, uh, and and try to change it up a little bit. And that's what I did. I basically abandoned my area and went and ran my other piles around the lake uh, to scrap up what I did. And uh, in, in my mind, I, I felt like I could go back to that primary area and probably catch another big fish or two. But my biggest fear was that I'd get back over there and that my guy may catch one or two more big ones right. when he didn't even really need them at that point. Right. You know, and he'd be calling fish and... In a four-day event, you know, I don't care how good your spot is. You need them all. That last day, there's not much left. No, you and, need them all. Um, I need them all. And and so I kind of pulled the plug on that spot pretty early and got out of there and, and just got in survival mode for the day just so I could regroup again on day three. But you've seen it, you know, in a guy over the years fishing tournaments, if a guy leads the tournament and day two his co-angler suddenly catches him and the wheels kind of fall off, normally you watch that guy fade off where, yeah, he was the day one leader and now he's in seventh and now he's in 14th and he finished 21st. And, and, and you made a great recovery. You really did. It was uh, it was cool to watch you come back that uh, that third and fourth day and make great recoveries and stay up near the top. Okay, got to ask you a couple of things, man. How cool How cool was it to have your dad there? Oh, it was great. You know, I, I didn't think he was going to make it. He was out of town at a big Marlin tournament up in the Northeast somewhere, and his phone wasn't working all week. So even after day one, I couldn't even call him and tell him what we were doing and how I was doing the tournament. He didn't even find out uh, what position I was in until day three. Right. And uh, he finally got back to cell service and was doing some promotions. And uh, lo and behold, Johnny Morris, which is just a fantastic big thank you for him and Bass Pro Shops. What a great friendship and partnership we have with those guys. Johnny said, Roland, we're getting you on a plane. We're getting you to Hot Springs. So they loaded Dad up on Johnny's private jet, flew him as fast as they could to Hot Springs just in time for the day four weigh-in. And uh, I was totally surprised. I was backstage, and somebody said, I think your dad's here. And uh, it put a big smile on my face. You said, no, that's Jimmy Houston. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But I, I was just so excited. You know, he's fished for so many years. Uh, he's, he's, he's set every record in bass fishing, but the one title that's eluded him is the Bassmasters Classic Trophy, or really any major championship. Like exactly. I mean, nine-time angler of the year, but never yeah. won a classic, and, and, yeah. and he knows he knows that's uh, the asterisk on his uh, career, and, and uh, for you to have 
you know, a, a, an equivalent championship with the Force Wood Cup sure. um, had to be had to be pretty cool, man. That was yeah, uh, had to be a neat deal. He had, he had tears in his eyes, you know, right from the beginning, and uh, and I know that uh, he was real proud, and, and uh, I, I think it spurred him a little bit. I wouldn't doubt that he's going to be getting back on the like the Elite Tour, and maybe he's going to sign up on the FLW Tour. I don't know what. I have a funny feeling he's going to be back. Ready, ready to grab one of those things himself. You know, yeah. That's that's how he is. He's the most competitive man uh, that I know, the hardest working fisherman I've ever been around. So I, I wouldn't put it past him at seventy three years old that he's going to be out here uh, hitting the roads again. Yeah, to show <laughs> back up, to show back yeah. up, and uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, that'd be really awesome. I hope he does. It'd be fun. Well, I think but, the fans uh, would love special. to see him. You know, it was special. Well, not only my dad, but for my mom too. You know, she's. Oh, your mom set records in bass and gals early on in her career, and and yep. when you know before kids and all that stuff, and marinas and businesses, and and uh, so it was it was very cool to see your mom on stage as well with you. Yeah, it was it was, it was fantastic. It was just a lot of hard work that my wife. And, okay, and now you mentioned your wife. You mentioned your yeah. wife, and uh, I have to tell you, my uh, our good friend Mark Jeffries at thebasszone.com and Bass Talk Live, sure. um, he he kind of threw you under the bus. <laughs> No, there's a rumor going around that you actually put the Forest Wood Cup in the passenger seat of your Suburban, and you made your wife ride in the back on the way home. Is there is there any truth to that, Scott? Because that's what Jeffrey's told me. She was back there for a while, and I started feeling bad, and I said, all right, you can come back up to the front. She was happy about it, but but that, that was fun. We had some fun with that driving home. She was, uh, at one point, she was in the back, and I turned around, and I said, this doesn't look so right, because... The cups in the front seat all buckled in with plenty of room, and you're crammed in the back around a bunch of dirty uh, clothes and fishing tackle. What's <laughs> wrong with this picture? What is what is wrong here? What is wrong here? Absolutely. How are you going to manage it, man? How do you do? How do you do? Roland Martin's Marina, your guide business, the Scott Martin Challenge TV show, be the Forest Wood Cup champion, fish the National Guard fishing team, and fish the FLW tour. How do you? How are you going to manage it all? I just got tired from hearing you say all those things. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely a lot of responsibility. You know, the one good thing about the marina here, my mother is in charge of this whole thing. I've kind of taken a step back over the last four or five years to focus on my fishing because this is such a huge operation down here that she's she's doing a tremendous job, and, you know, rightfully so. It's, it's her baby down here, so she's been doing great with that. But the TV show, you know what? The TV show is, even though it's hard to do, and it's hard to manage all your, your, your production stuff and your sponsorship uh, responsibilities. But film and TV is fun to me. Um, I enjoy it. The way that my show's formatted where I'm out fishing against other top professional anglers, having a little grudge match each week, that's fun because it's real. We're not setting anything up. We're not filming for three or four days. I mean, we set it out. We go on the water. We film. Everything that happens, no matter whether you catch them or not, and that's fun to me. It's just another day on the water. That's awesome. Guys, we're with the 2011 Force Wood Cup champ, Scott Martin, and uh, you got to like the sound of that. I'm thinking about, you know, Byron Velvet called me and he said, i got to change my voicemail to Force Wood Cup champ instead of saying, hey, Scott Martin, leave a message. Well, so, yeah, um, because Byron's Byron's still, you know, Byron's voicemail to this day is still high. This is the 1987 U.S. Open champion, Byron Bowick. <laughs> That's right. Now we just throw a little shot right. at him. Here's the other deal we talked about with uh, with Jeffries the other day, actually, the National Guard fishing team. Um, yeah. It, it's starting to become known um, in the circles as the uh, the GQ fishing team. 
There's well, no I ugly. Think, there's like no fat, ugly hillbilly guys in the National Guard fishing got, team. When you've got uh, Justin Lucas, little pretty boy there, you know, I don't know, he's like 12, 13 years old. He's 13 he's now. He's 13, 13. from California. Uh, so, yeah, we, we yeah. beat on him regularly. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's a great person. you got Brent, Brent Ayler. He's, he's a, a sophomore in high school. Fantastic. You know, uh, big, big smiles. Well, I like to call him. He's always smiling. Yeah. And uh, we do. We have a special team there. You know, little B-Height. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's fantastic. It's a great team, and I, it's just it's really fantastic to um, to be part of the National Guard. You know, you know, people think you know, oh, they're they're sponsoring fishing. That's crazy. When what are you, you know? But what we're doing for the soldiers and their family and their children uh, is fantastic. You know, every event we travel around the country to, we're doing special events with the soldiers. We're doing these soldier appreciation tournaments. We're spending time at bases. We're spending time with family. Uh, you know, talking to them, and we're also just out meeting recruiters and meeting, you know, new new enlistees, and uh, and it's just a great opportunity for us to to give back to our community, to give back to our country uh, through the National Guard, to be able to to put a smile on those guys and men, those men and women's faces, because uh, let's face it, if if it wasn't the National Guard, we wouldn't be out here fishing, guys. We'd be out here, you know, worrying about uh, how to protect ourselves. But it's those men and women. Uh, that protect our country uh, and overseas that, that allow us to, to be free. Exactly. And, uh, so to be part of that team and to be part of, of helping that grow and helping in the retainment of the soldiers and doing special things for them, that's what it's about. Yeah, exactly, and it, and it, uh, and it works great. And, and, you know, we're proud of you guys doing that. And, and Justin and Brett Height and Ayler and, you know, the whole Western crew that have uh, gotten on to the, to the National Guard team. And, and, you know, we see the guys, uh, you know, we talk to our Western guys, obviously, more than we get a chance to catch up with you. But uh, uh, we'll have to change that, spend a little more time with you. What about a Scott Martin Challenge? Are you going to be out uh, filming anything in the West? I'd love to come out West. We keep kicking around different ideas and different deals. I got an um, idea for it, you. It, it's I, definitely on the books to do something. I just don't have the dates all fine-tuned yet. All right, I got an idea for you. All right, shoot it. There was an old guy out here that always had a pretty good rivalry with your old man over the years. His name's D. Thomas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think a Scott Martin challenge on the California Delta with D. Thomas would be a pretty cool deal to watch. <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah, and you'd be Father called you'd be called boy and son just like fishing with your dad and you'd have to stay in the back and you'd have to pour coffee and you'd have to bring you know hand him a sandwich when he wanted it because that's how he treats all of us in the boat buddy oh that's funny yeah it'd be kind of fun though to see you see you do that with d guys six hundred thousand dollars richer the money will come the money will go but he's always going to have that silver cup on the mantle forest wood cup champion 2011 uh scott martin challenge tv show on the versus network always fun to uh to catch up with you, buddy, and couldn't think Thank of a you. better guy to represent our sport with uh, FLW as a champion for the next 12 months. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And let's, uh, let's spend some more time uh, doing some radio stuff, man. Looking forward to it. Anytime, buddy. You uh, you want to come on anytime, let us know. And uh, we got your number, so we'll uh, we'll bug you once in a while and, uh, and uh, kind of catch up with you on the road. Sounds great. All right, thank guys, I, I think it's time we do a little pro tip. Now it's time for the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fish and Marine and Mercury-Powered Nitro Boats. With 14 different models to choose from, Nitro and Gone Fish and Marine have the perfect bass boat for your needs. From the 17-foot 482 to the all-new Superfast Z9, powered by Mercury's new 250 Pro XS, you know Nitro has the boat for you. 
Gone Fishing Marine and Nitro invite you to ignite your passion. With 360 degrees of performance, more boat for your money, custom match trailers, no haggle, no hassle pricing. It's time you stepped up to a mercury-powered Nitro. And now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey, as we said earlier in the show, we want to thank Ish Monroe for showing up Tuesday night for Ultimate Bash University. And if you were there or you missed it, um, you missed a great seminar. But if you were there as well and you uh, and you ran out before you got an opportunity to get back there and see all the stuff that they've got, uh, not only do they have the Bass Attic shirts uh, in stock now, and, uh, and they should be doing some, some uh, giveaways throughout the uh, Ultimate Bash University classes, but he's got all of the punching stuff, all of the paycheck bait skirts, all of the Ish's frogs, all that stuff right back there in the Gone Fish and Marine Tackle Department, as well as, if you go out there now, special deals on Shimano rods. The other night on uh, certain models of Shimano rods, if you bought one, you got one free. I think if you go into Gone Fish and Marine this weekend, you could probably talk Mark into that still. So uh, any of the Shimano rods that uh, meet that qualification, they had, uh, gosh, they had about 100 rods there or more that were uh, buy one and get one free. So if you're in the market for some new rods, stop by and uh, visit Gone Fish and Marine's Tackle Department, and um, I'm sure they'll hook you up on that. That's your pro tip of the week. Gone Fish and Marine is one of the largest full-service dealers around, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro bass boats. Gone Fishing has a huge selection of electronics, boating accessories, parts, and an impressive tackle shop, along with professional, factory-trained, and certified mechanics. Ready for a new mercury-powered nitro? They're just off I-80 in Dixon on North Lincoln Street and never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Check them out on the web at gfmarine.com or give them a toll-free call at 877-305-7538. Gone Fishing Marine, your authorized nitro boats dealer. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Hi everyone, Kent Brown from Ultimate Bass. I want to introduce you to an accessory that I have on my bass boat that everyone needs. The Moto Stop Motor Support is designed for two and four stroke outboards made by Mercury, Yamaha, and Honda. The Moto Stop is made from 6061 aluminum and the bushings and pads are a durable polyurethane. The Moto Stop slides over the trim rods of your motor and secures it in place while towing. Old style motor supports damage your gear case and connect your outboard directly to your trailer, causing unnecessary jarring and wear. The Moto Stop eliminates this completely. Available at leading boat dealers and online at moto-stops.com. Add the Moto Stop motor support to your bass boat's outboard and never look back. Kent Brown here from Ultimate Bass. If you know how to read the water, it's a lot easier to find the fish. But reading the water won't give you any warning of a boating accident. And when accidents happen, it's usually too late to reach for a life jacket. That's why it's a great idea to wear a life jacket whenever you're using your boat. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and they don't get in the way of finding those fish. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. 
with brands like Rebel, Heaven, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum. Now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites from top waters like the Heaven Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the motherlode, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop have everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Party Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. If you haven't been in a sportsman's warehouse in Rockland for a while, then you better take Marilyn with you because she's in here bugging me now while I'm trying to read this commercial. They're restocked and the pegs are loaded with everything you fish with. The Rockland Sportsman's Warehouse has been your outdoor outfitter for years. Sportsman's Warehouse are fully stocked for all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala, Owner, Snagproof, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Head and Strike King, and their great wall of plastics. Includes RoboWorm, Yamamoto, Berkeley Zoom, True Tungsten, Huddleston Spro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. They'll get you out in the elements, cold or hot. They have all your outdoor clothing needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. Check them out. Open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, the place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything you need. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys. A lot of talk this week about fish handling, fish die-offs, what you need to do summertime and not only summer but wintertime to keep your fish alive once you've caught them keeping them alive in the live wells and getting them back released alive in our lakes and we've got great fisheries here in california and one of the reasons behind that is our great california department of fishing game our biologists those guys really do care about the largemouth bass and keeping them alive joining us this morning my old friend from the california department of fishing game biologist terry foreman terry we got to quit killing fish buddy I agree. Uh, this is uh, it has been good here lately. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we can talk about something today that'll uh, will get our get the guys uh, motivated and uh, and save our resource a little bit. Well, you know, I mean, everyone wants to point fingers at everyone else. You know, it's the tournament director's job, it's fishing games job, it's the angler's job, it's the live release boat's job. You know, it's it's everybody's job, and everybody has to be aware of it. And and a couple things I want to cover: not only fish handling and and oxygen and and what we have to do, but but also what some of the requirements are put down from Department of Fish and Game for our tournament organizers. So these guys aren't thinking that the tournament director's just being a jerk. He, he actually has a set of rules set down by you guys. He does. There's a set of special conditions that all tournaments uh, have, and that includes your club tournaments uh, done under annual permits or your event uh, 
tournaments done under uh, done by the uh, tournament or big tournament organizations. And basically, Ken, all it is is, insofar as possible, all fish need to be returned to the water alive and in good condition, and that's really the bottom line. Uh, you know, we everybody knows the easy rules. You know, only artificial uh, lures. Uh, uh, you need to have a live well. Uh, yeah, live well kill switches. They've got all that covered. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, not, yeah, kill switches. But. Yeah, but there's a set of rules put down for the Absolutely. tournament organizer on their permit forms that they have to follow. Every permit that we issue, we issue with this set of special conditions. And I'm thinking that uh, in some cases that they're, they may not be getting out to the tournament directors themselves, and that's something that we need to do a little bit better on. The other thing is if you're a club tournament and you're having one, you should, everyone should understand that uh, about these, uh, these uh, about your weigh-in rules and all. And if you don't, uh, you're actually in violation. I'm not really saying that you're going to be cited by anybody. Maybe you will. I just I don't know. But uh, you do need to follow these rules if you expect to keep your fish in good condition. Fish over five pounds have to be in a separate bag. Separate bag. Fish over five pounds. Uh, they should be in heavy-duty plastic. You know, plastic bags. Smoother the better. Uh, the only time that should be out of water is, is when uh, when they're actually being weighed. Um, there should always, whenever you have a bass in a bag, you should have sufficient water to cover the fish. Um, that's one of the problems uh, there. I think guys are thinking that, I don't know, maybe water costs too much or something. <laughs> well, like California does. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you know, price per gallon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but... Uh, you know, you really shouldn't keep them out of the water. Keep them, take them from the live well and weigh them, and everything should be done within three minutes. If you're not doing that, they're going to be under stress. We know that. Uh, there's some curves that uh, have been done by, uh, well, by several groups back east uh, and have come up with, uh, you know, three minutes is about, about it. Now, if you start bagging fish and uh, – you, you have sufficient amount of water in the bag, you put it in the bag, and the water temperature is high, it's, it's never going to be over uh, three minutes. It's going to be difficult to get that done, so you've got to work fast. And please, any tournament organizer in a, uh, in a club, any of your, excuse me, tournament director in a club, do everything you can do to, to speed it up and get things done. And get, and get those fish going. And, and the other key is getting them, once they are weighed, getting water back over those fish, getting them back in separate bags. Absolutely. And, and you know, cut the BS time down, cut the photo pit opportunities down. And, and, you know, if it's a fish that you really, you know, you have to have a photo of or you want a photo of, get those fish back in the live well. Get them, get them back, water pumping on them. Get, you know, give them some time to, to recover from what they've just been through. Shoot your pictures and let the fish go. That's right. You know, I mean, but take a little bit of time. And, and you know, I, I think it's it's a real key that the anglers have to know, you know, a lot of anglers, myself included for years, were afraid to fizz a fish because with an eight-ounce penalty, gosh darn it, if I do this wrong and, and, I'm, and I'm not real confident in myself, I take a better chance of killing this fish than I do letting the air out of the bladder. You know what? Uh, you're absolutely right. And the, the chance, see, the thing about it is oh, some of those fish are going to, you, you are going to lose them. We know that. You're mm-hmm. gonna, they're going to die anyway. But if you want to see uh, some, there's a good video that's done by Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. And it, it's uh, on their website. I don't have the exact uh, 
URL, but uh, you should be able to go on, on their website and go to fishing and then down into uh, down from there. And it's on how to uh, do what, everything from um, how to fizz to doing uh, how to remove uh, uh, hooks from deep deep hooked fish and and there's all kinds of stuff on there right. i wish we had it on our website we may steal it and change the logos on their shirts or something in the video but well you know if it's good information let's leave the texas logos on there and get it out there to the guys you know I mean, yeah i know a, i'm just i'm just yeah it's something we need to do and and is there a preferred way to fizz a deep fish terry is it uh through the mouth through the through the sides which well, which do you prefer well evidently from what it says in the texas video uh See, in the front of the gas bladder, there's a, there's a, it, they call it the uh, reedy, and it's a, uh, it's an area where, that's where the gas exchange across the membrane goes. If you go from the front, you'll probably puncture that, and if you puncture it, it'll probably cause a lot of bleeding. It would probably be better to go to the old uh, one where you can either go from uh, the middle of the back down below the lateral line, I think five scales or uh, or back from the uh, pectoral fin, about three or four scales, and then you go, and you go in, you uh, you go in at a forty-five degree angle, and and then you uh, you hold the fish underwater, and you can see the see the gas come out of the see the bubbles, yeah, and, the and bubbles. you can hear them sometimes, but not all the time. No, you need to actually do it underwater. Now the thing about it is, you know, you're you're, punk, you're puncturing a hole in a fish and in its gas bladder and stuff like that, you're assuming that that fish is going to be, uh, is going to, you know, live through the microsurgery we're doing here, so to speak. And, and we're all great surgeons. And we are such all great, uh, all great surgeons. Yeah, I know you don't want to kill your fish. If you don't do it and the fish is left out there, belly up, it's going to die. Right, right. So, uh, t- you know, you know, tournament fishing uh, does cause mortality. We know that. We know it's going to be between probably, well, down near zero or, you know, whatever, hooking mortality on, on up to maybe, I hate to say it, but a lot of, there have been tournaments when they lose half the fish. Right. And, and that's not good. Nobody wants that. It behooves us to do everything we can. And those are the tournaments that are getting the publicity. Those are the ones that everyone's really uh, up in arms about, obviously, and, and should be. Um, Terry, let Let's talk about live well care. Let's talk about additives, and let's talk about ice. You know, I mean, there's there's so many theories behind, well, I just keep my pumps running uh, all day long. I don't run the recirc pump. I just keep fresh water going in. Other guys will say, no, I fill my live wells. I run my recirc pumps all day. I treat the water. I add ice. Other anglers don't want to add ice because there's chlorine in ice. Give us a rundown, would you? You, you do need to use, uh, if, when it's hot, when you're up 75 degrees and higher, uh, you, I, I would think that you would want to use some sort of ice. If you, if you, if you can, you, what you may want to do is add, uh, instead of putting the actual ice into the water like that, you can take a, a frozen uh, two-liter bottle and put it on the other side if it's a if it's a team tournament. Right, if it's a if it's, a, if it's a flow through live well. Okay. And then research. But you gotta remember that after about four hours your ammonia is gonna build up to the point that you gotta start over again. You're gonna have to put clean uh, lake water back in there too. Like I say it's you know, people are you throw their hands up uh, and say, well, you know, this is all too hard. Well, no, it's not too hard. It's something that you have to do. Exactly. The other thing, with, uh, uh, you can use several things on your additives. A lot of guys uh, 
there's several things out on the market. Uh, you can also use just plain rock salt. You don't have to 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 uh, go if you think all oh, this stuff costs too much. Fine, use rock salt. Use the the stuff that you uh, you put on on your you know when you're making ice cream. I was going to say Gary Dobbins buys that stuff five gallons at a time. Well, yeah, for his ice cream Dobbins, maker on his house. I mean, you and I five gallons would last a lifetime for both of us. Yeah, yeah, Dobbins, Dobbins, he's got an ice cream maker on his houseboat. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to minimize minimize your air exposure. The time that the fish is out of the water, you catch the fish. Don't bounce it on the deck. You know, try to hold it up if you can, or lip it. Mm-hmm. Take the hook out, and you want it in the water as fast as you can. I, I always think that I don't like using a clip that you have to either go through the jaw or through the gill arch. I, if you got the little clips that go on, you know, on the outside of the fish, I know you can't grab it and jerk it out of the live well, but I, I think those work better because you're not damaging your fish. Right. Uh, bigger live wells, you want at least a 30-gallon live well. I think all the boats now have them at least that that bigger. Or yeah, 30 to 50-gallon capacity, I think, is what we're seeing in most of the boats. Most of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, just part of this is just using common sense, uh, the way I'm looking at it. And, and you do know that uh, that when there's not enough oxygen in the water, the fish are going to be under stress. That's not good for them. It's not what you want. You want to be able to provide them with, with a, a livable situation. And, and I, I don't know how long tournament fishing – I don't know if I want to – I'm going to say this anyway. How long would tournament fishing last if we killed all of our fish? Not very long. It didn't last. I mean, when we started, when it really started out back in in '67, or, or, or when uh, Ray Scott started out, they knew right away that you're not going to be able to kill those fish because people aren't going to stand for it. Right. Well, we need to keep that going here in 2011. We're gonna. We can't kill them, no matter if if, if they just swim out there and and end up dead. The last thing we want is fish uh, floating around a, a dock. Well, we don't want fish floating around a dock. And, and really, the last thing the California Department of Fish and Game wants, and especially your department, the department that, uh, you know, the biologists, the fisheries department, the guys that control the permits and the fisheries and what they're doing, you guys don't want to see tournaments go away either. You guys are tournament fishermen. You guys are, are warm water guys, and you don't want to see that go away. So it's uh, it, it's also real important to you as well. It, you know, you guys are not anti-tournament, and, and, and I think that's a word we need no, to get we, out. Most of us that, that work on it, most of the guys, not all of them, but most of the guys have either, the guys that work on the reservoirs have either have been or at some point have fished tournaments, so they understand them, or they've been to tournaments. They, they understand what's going on. And we recognize it, first of all, as a good economic thing, and second of all, it's a great sport that I've always enjoyed. I've done it since early 70s, and, and uh, uh, I, I just think it's a, it's a fun thing. And I, I, I don't want to see things get screwed up because we don't, uh, we don't do everything we can to uh, you know, help the resource. Well, guys, a two-liter water bottle frozen the night before. A couple of them, great idea. You can keep them in an ice chest or, uh, you know, put them in your live well. An additive into your live well. There's a lot of them out there. There's 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 good ones. There's bad ones, but there's a lot of additive. Rock salt. Make sure your aerator pumps are working, functioning, running. Uh, your research pumps are functioning and running. Your live wells will will hold water when you run from spot to spot. I know a lot of the older boats, uh, even some of the newer boats, have issues there. Make sure that your your live wells are holding water three minutes in the bag 
water over the fish, fish over five pounds in a separate bag. It sounds like a lot. It's not. It'll save not only problems with tournament anglers, but tournament organizations. We have to take care of our fish and our resources and, and uh we don't have those white trucks backing down the launch ramp planting bass, you know, every week like trout and kokanee. So uh, we we really have to watch these fisheries. And California, Terry, you know, you guys have uh, you've you've made us lakes out here that uh, are the envy of every fisherman across the country. Yeah, well, we Kent, we really appreciate you bringing this up. It, it's something that's very timely right now. We need to talk about it. Um, we, I appreciate your kind words. Uh, the lakes are out are out here. Uh, they're very diverse. We've got uh, different species. We've got. Uh, I've always thought that the best thing that could happen uh, before I retire from this would be that we had uh, uh, largemouth, smallmouth, and spotted bass world records here in California. And uh, you know, there is a possibility. Um, I, that's a different deal than tournament fishing, but I think that's a very cool thing too. Well, buddy, I think if you can get a day off uh, in the in uh, in the spring, we'll uh, we'll head down to party and see what we can't do about that smallmouth record. Well, let's go do that. All right, you got it, guys. Terry Foreman, California Department of Fish and Game Biologist. Um, got to handle your fish better, guys. And Terry, we want to get you on on occasion, and uh, and uh, when we get into winter fishing, we'll do this all over again and talk about deep caught fish and taking better care of them. Sounds good. All right, guys. I think it's time we take a break. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Tough 21XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF Marine. Marine.com. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns Fishing and Other Stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called guns, bass fishing, and other stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns, fishing, and other stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at gunsfishing.com. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't 
couldn't swim and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Just like a boxer knows that standing still is a losing plan, the same can be said for fishing. You have to stick and move. On the water, nothing moves faster than Okuma's Trio high-speed spinning reels. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast, dissecting prime water with speed and efficiency. Crossover construction and dual-force drag hits with power. The Trio high-speed spinning reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch them online at okumafishing.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. Wanted to uh, just remind you of a couple of things. We are not going to have time to get to Cody Myers interview, but we will definitely uh, get that played for you. We'll get it up uh, maybe next weekend. We'll uh, play Cody. Force Wood Cup still pretty important event. We can throw that in next weekend with Cody, but uh, great interview. I want to thank Terry Foreman from California Department of Fish and Game for spending a little bit of time with us. It is uh, so important, guys, that we uh, do take care of our fish, and we do... Uh, you know, manage those fish and get them put back in the lakes. And, and uh, we have to cooperate with our tournament organizations. Our tournament organizations have to cooperate with Fish and Game. And, and uh, everybody together will uh, we'll get those fish back in the lake. So uh, I do want to thank Terry and Scott Martin as well for um, catching up with us. I'm looking for something, guys, on my computer because I wanted to uh, tell you that uh, a couple of events coming up. And I want to just remind you... Um, one bass. They're coming up on the uh, 17th and 18th of September with the final northern event, but uh, they have their 2012 schedule already up. It looks pretty good, um, other than another one of those uh, cold darn Lake Shasta tournaments in January, but they've got that one uh, coming up in January. They'll kick off the 2012 season, so uh, should be good to uh, to see that. I know they have everything up at westernbass.com on their uh, page and onebass.com as well, and I uh, wanted to let everybody know, too, that uh, westernbass.com has just put up a new online magazine, uh, version number three, so i uh, got Brent Chapman on the uh, front cover of that one. So uh, check that one out, the new Western Bass online magazine. That's going to be uh, kind of cool. You guys can uh, can just uh, read it right there. It's just like a regular magazine. If you haven't seen that, um, it's actually pretty cool. And the other thing is uh, um, a lot of you guys are duck hunters. And uh, no, no, you don't have to start looking for the duck blinds in Sherman Lake and Frank's track yet. Not long, but not yet. But uh, our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, you'll be hearing more about it. Or we told them we'd even promote it uh, here on the Bass Show, as well as California Sportsman. But uh, coming up October 1st and 2nd is uh, going to be their big duck days at Sportsman's Warehouse. So put that on your calendar. If you're a duck hunter, you'll be able to save money on ammo, buy calls, all kinds of cool stuff. Chris says we got to jump into another set of breaks. Then we're going to play the music. Then we're going to go home. No, we're going to stay with Seth. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you will find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass. Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. I'm boater and angler Sepp Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water, in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So, wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Hey, join us on Facebook, Ultimate Bass Radio Show, and checking that out this morning. I noticed one thing very important. If you're Zach Thompson, it's your wife Cassandra's birthday, and she's about eight months pregnant. Don't forget it, buddy. Happy birthday, Cass. See you on the water. From spotted bass in lakes to large mouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. 
Thursday night at all locations is Seminar Night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fish and Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at SAPS.com and UltimateBassRadio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at WesternBass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 